Welcome back to another episode of A Cup of Coffee. I am your host and speaker, Levo Coffee. This is episode 44. If you are a new listener, I want to say, hey, how you doing? Please like, subscribe, share. Follow me on my Instagram at a cup of coffee underscore. You will see me smiling. I'm a beautiful black man. Uh, please rate this podcast as well on whatever you're listening to it on, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Amazon, um, Anchor, whatever, or even my website that I have through WordPress. It's in the link in my Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook's accounts. Um, if you're a recurring listener, please do the same. Like, follow, subscribe, share this podcast as well. Uh, please also uh, give me the rating as well. I need to get more ratings and get more engagement other than people just listening. So please do that and let me know what you fully, uh, truly believe and feel. The easiest way, to, again, to get in contact with me is through my Instagram at a cup of coffee underscore. Um, you can also go to my website and I can reply to you there. Um <clears throat> Before we get the episode started, I do want to get a shout out to my old HR manager, Rosie. She has told me personally that she shares this podcast with her family and friends. She enjoys this podcast. She talks about this podcast with her family and friends, and she's a a, a big supporter of mine. So I want to say thank you to her. Uh, I recently just changed jobs, and she was very, very supportive, and she helped me out uh, going through the process. So thank you to Rosie. Shout out to Rosie. I, w- I, w- I wish you nothing but love, support. And respect to your future endeavors and in life. Um, now, this episode will be a little bit touchy, a little bit sensitive of, of an episode. That's why it took me a while to get the episode out because the topics I'm talking about were mentally draining on me and emotionally draining on me, especially with all the murders that have been happening or the murders that have been getting showcased through social media. Um, I'm going to talk about a few of them. If I get the names uh, messed up, I'm sorry, but you would know what I'm talking about based upon the description of, of the uh, murder, I guess, or the lack thereof of a murder. Or, you know, you go see, right? Y'all go see. So first thing I'm going to talk about is Dante Wright. Now, I don't know Dante Wright personally. I don't know anything about him. I just know the situation that he was involved in. So something happened for whatever reason. He was pulled over by the police. The police pulled him over. And this is where we start to see the videos of female cop yelling taser, taser, taser. And she's yelling it for about, let's say, at least 10 seconds at most. Could have been shorter, but let's just say 10 seconds. And her body cam is on and we're watching her with a gun in her hand. As she's yelling, taser, taser, taser. Then she pulls the trigger, hits Dante Wright. He drives off. Later, he passes away. So I do want to say rest in peace to Dante Wright. I want to send love and condolences out to his family. And I want us to hopefully get justice for this young man. Because the woman who did the shooting was a police officer who had been on the force for many years. She wasn't a trainee. It wasn't her within her first five years. It wasn't like she was brand new on a job and she didn't know the difference between a taser and a gun. Um, from all the cops that I've seen who come out and, and from the little bit that I know about the police, your gun is on your dominant hand side so you can get to that thing faster like you quick draw McGraw, you know. You wide or you're trying to get that thing. You doc holiday, trying to bop, bop, you know, real fast. You got to pull it real fast, defend yourself, defend your peoples. Okay, cool. So since you know that and she had been on the force for over five, for over 10, for over 15 years, she knows which side her gun is on. That's number one. Number two, she should know the weight difference between a gun and a taser. There's a huge weight difference between an empty gun and a taser 
There's also an even bigger difference between a loaded gun and a taser, especially since you've been on a force for so long. So you probably have a high title. People probably look up to you, probably respect you. Um, I don't know too much about her. I don't care about her past or what she or what her level of expertise was. She was on the force for too long to have let this incident happen. And when she did it and she said she shot him, the guy in the video, the black officer she was facing looked like, yeah, we know you just messed up. We know your career is over. Your life is through. And I'm hoping that honestly, it's far too many times we've seen police officers do A, B, C, or D, or we heard years later after the fact and reports come out, oh, the FBI have been investigating LAPD. And if we found out there are gangs within the LAPD, well, they've been saying that since the 80s, 90s, and even before then that the police is shady, police have gangs in them, and the police target certain groups of people. But certain groups of other people say, ah, that's all just baloney. We don't believe that. The police are here to protect us and serve us, and they care about us. But groups of people like Latin people, like black people, know that the police are not here to protect and serve us. They're here to arrest us, put us in jail, and, and, and continue that school to prison pipeline so that way they can keep making big money and, and the taxes can keep going to their salaries and we can keep paying for our, for, for, for prisons and prisons can keep putting money in politicians' pockets and they can keep this whole cycle going. We understand that. That's what they're there for. Now, I'm not saying... The police don't do their job as well. Sometimes they do show up after the fact and make arrests and do investigations and do all that. They'll give you a ticket if you're speeding. They'll give you a ticket if you're swerving while you're driving. You know, they will, uh, they arrest drunk drivers and get them off the street, off the street for the night so they can sober up and become a sober driver. So they do do that, that as well. You know, if, you know, you're being attacked by someone, they will come after the fact and arrest that person and defend you to make sure you're safe and to make sure that the, the fighting stops. So they do do some things, but sometimes they take things too far or they just lie about it and try to cover it up, which is even worse. As in this video, I truly believe this woman. I don't know why. I don't know. This is just me being, you know, a conspiracy theorist. I think this was a a message or, or a setup to, to, to show other officers like, hey, if you make a mistake and yell taser, taser, taser or, you know, stop or I'm scared or freeze. If you yell something that will be able to help you when it comes time for you to go to trial, because you can say, well, in the training, it says to do this. So I just followed my training. So um, I shouldn't go to jail. And you have to you have to keep this in the training so they'll be able to identify uh, what's happening, what's being pointed at them so they know what's coming. I I. Almost a hundred percent guarantee something similar to that will be said uh during her trial. So that way they can be like, well, you know, they are we they are right. It isn't a it isn't it isn't a training, uh, and we gotta keep it there. And mistakes do happen. This happened to be a mistake. And I feel they're gonna let this lady get off. And if they do that, that will be a horrible, horrible disservice to the people that the police are supposed to be here to protect. Because if you could point a gun at me and go taser, 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 and claim to have and claim that it's an accident, that's a problem. You know, like, that's scary. I'm telling you right now, as a black man, that's scary because I could be saying, no, that's a gun, gun, gun. No, that's a gun, gun, gun. And you're like, no, it's a taser. Hey, taser, 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 no. And then, boom, now now you can be shot. You know, that that's scary. That needs to be looked into. And I hope she does go to prison. Hope she does go to jail because uh, that is no excuse. Um, the next situation I want to talk about is a young man named Adam Toledo. I want to say rest in peace to Adam Toledo. I want to send his family love and condolences as well.
the Adam Toledo video starts off with the cop pulling up and he hopping off the car and he starts running. He running through the alleyway. Boom. They, they run out to the young man. And then he's running, running, running. The young man stops kind of at an opening in the alleyway, but it's next to a fence. If you've ever seen Boys in the Hood, it's similar to that type of situation was going on. They're running through the alleyway. And if you're running through the alley, you see you have like brick walls or fences uh, to the sides of you. And he stopped like kind of in an opening. It was an opening in the fence. And the officer said something to the extent of turn around, put your hands up, turn around, freeze, put your hands up, freeze. Something to that extent. And the young man put his hand up and turned around and got shot. And then uh, the officer runs up on the young man as they do. And then the video proceeds. The young man passes away. Now, there are some people saying they see him toss a gun over the fence when he stopped. There are some people saying they see him toss a gun over the fence while he is running from the police. There are some people who don't see a gun at all. No matter what your thought is, there was no gun in his hand when he turned around. So it doesn't matter if he tossed the gun while he over the fence while he was running, if he tossed the gun when he stopped in the opening and threw it to the side. When he turned around and put his hands up, there is no gun. Now, there are some people defending the officer saying, oh, it was a bang, bang type of situation. What would you have done? What would you have done? Um, It's like, I'm not a trained police officer. I'm not trained to shoot people. I'm not trained to protect and to serve. But I do know some people in the military who are trained to protect and who are trained to protect and serve and who are doing their military duties overseas and in the States. And they tell you, you have to be extremely careful if you're pointing a gun at someone when you're overseas, because if you accidentally shoot a civilian, you're going to have hell to pay. You're going to have you're going to need people to defend you, to speak on your character and to have your back through this entire situation because the military does not play. The military is like, yo, we're not trying to have any accidental casualties happen over here on our watch. That's a no, no. Be extremely careful. So if the military has to has to be extremely careful and they're pretty much at war or guarding, you know, the border of another country or something like that, you know, on a high detail security type job. Why can't police officers be held to that same that same standard? Police officers, police officers are dealing with people in their own country, their neighbors, their friends, their their siblings, their siblings, friends, their friends, friends, their family. Like, you know, they're dealing with people of this country, of this nation. Why are they held to a lower standard than almost anyone else? And I don't want to hear anything from anyone saying, well, to be a cop is hard and it's stressful. I understand it's hard and it's stressful. I understand that completely. But that's the job that you chose to do. That's the job that you wanted to do. That's the job that you thought would make your life the best and pay your bills and whatever reason why you joined, you joined it. So that's on you. No one forced you to do anything. So this young man is now dead because the police officer claims that he thought he had a gun in his hand, but he also claims that he's a home thrown over the fence. So which one is it? Is it is it the gun got tossed over the fence and you shot him because you were just scared of an open palm? Or you think the gun was in his hand, you think he had another weapon. But you can see in the flashlight, with the, in the video, there's a flashlight on. You can watch it as he's doing it. The young man's hand was empty when he turned around and put his hands up. So why was he shot? This is another officer that I think should go to jail. And again, this is I know it's a bang, bang play. Mistakes happen. And, and uh, police officers aren't trained to, to shoot to shoot to wound and tra- trained to shoot to kill. Okay, but they're also expected to have really fast reflexes. So they will be able to tell the difference between a pistol and open palm, a taser, 
uh, a rock or whatever it is that's going on. They need to be able to tell the difference between the two because things like this happen. This young man is now dead. Now, some people are, are asking, why was he outside that late? What was he doing outside? Why did he have a gun in the first place? None of that matters. None of it at all. It doesn't matter why, why he was outside. It doesn't matter why he had a gun. It doesn't matter why he ran. Nothing matters because the police are not judge, jury, and executioner. That's not their job. Their job is to arrest, put you in jail, let the, 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 the courts handle you, and continue to protect the streets that they are, are you know driving on, walking on, securing. That's their job. Why are they also allowed to kill people? And then it'd be like, oh, it was an accident. Sorry, move on. Next, it's like, no, you're taught and you're trained to see these things often fast. I know it was nighttime. I know it was fast. And I know the, the situation was 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 hard. And people are like, well, do you expect the cop to get shot? No, I don't expect the cop to get shot. But if the cop does to get shot in the chest, he wears a vest. This young man doesn't. He could take that to the chest and then fire back. He going to be okay. It's going to hurt, but he going to be okay. I'm not saying cops need to start waiting for people to shoot first. But they didn't start paying attention to what's in people's hands, especially when it comes to black and Latin people. And I'm going to further explain on this later in the episode as to why I'm saying this, because there's some things that's been happening with white people that's going against the police and the police are letting things slide and they're treating them very special. And it's not OK. They're being nasty boys out here when it comes to white people. And it's not OK. They're letting things go that shouldn't be let go. And they're being over policeful when it comes to other people. And again, that is not okay. So again, rest in peace to Adam Toledo. I hope that cop uh, goes to goes to court. I hope he goes to jail as well. This was not an accident. This is not a mistake. The man, the, the young man's hands were 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 empty when he turned around. He was following orders. But people, I do want to let y'all know this. From now on, if you're ever in an altercation with the police, you got to run. Or he said, put your hands up and your back to him. Put your hands up slowly, my people. Put them up, raise them up, say, hey, I'm putting my hands up. I'm raising them slowly. I do not have anything on me. I'm going to turn around. You have to vocalize this while they're yelling at you. And I know it's hard. I know it's tough. I know it's difficult. I know it's not fair. I know that us as civilians are expected to be cool headed and, you know, keep our temperature down and don't get too upset. And we got to just relax and go with it while police officers can continue to just live like like hot heads and continue to make mistakes and it's supposed to just be like an etch sketch because they say sorry they get on tv they apologize they shed a few tears here and there then they get suspended for for, for two months to come back to the force no those days are over and they and they should have never been here but they're over because this new generation you know and and the the young millennials in this new generation do not care we do not care uh you know we're on twitter talking about it we're 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 um showing up protesting outside of houses and, and uh businesses. Yes, this new generation does not care and we're slowly making a difference. But please, again, my people, when you're interacting with the police, slowly put your hands up. I have nothing on me. I am putting my hands up now. My hands are going up slowly. I am turning around. Please don't shoot. Say something to that extent so they know what you're doing and you have to remain calm. You have to, you have to, you have to. I'm sorry. I know it's not fair. I know it's, it's, it's annoying, but it's what must be done. Okay. The next thing I want to talk about is the Derek Chauvin trial. I want to talk about this because 
he is going to prison. They gave him some some big numbers. Now, I did see today uh, that his lawyer is trying to get a retrial, but uh, I hope they do not let that happen because he did not deserve a retrial. He deserves to go to prison. He deserves to sit in prison. He deserves to rot in prison. And, you know, I wish him the best of luck while he's in prison because this man killed him. There are no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I was talking to my girlfriend. I'm talking with a few people about it. The only cop everyone's saying that shouldn't be going to jail is the one who was holding his feet because he really didn't have any pressure on him. But even even then, L, you did something that contributed to a crime. If I was holding somebody's feet and they died, I'd be in prison along with everybody else. So guess what? All y'all cops, even the Asian cop who was sitting there being the bodyguard, if I was being a bodyguard and my homies choked somebody out till they died, I'd be in jail too. So they all need to be in jail. But Derek Chauvin is going to prison. They gave him a lot of years. I don't remember it all off the top of my head, but I'm so happy. And he looked surprised when they sent him away. Like he really looked surprised. And I don't know why he was surprised because the only defense they had was that the people were a mob, but it was only 12 people with no weapons with and they were just talking and yelling at the police to get off his neck because he's screaming for help. I can't breathe. Uh, leave me alone. Help me, please. Get up off me. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what to do. Mama, help, 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 help. But he, the, the defense was like, oh, that was a mob. That was a mob. Then they were trying to bring in doctors to say, oh, the fentanyl in his system was deadly. And they, but then the uh, other side brought in hella people. Was like, and they were like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't deadly enough. It was low levels. It was it was less than enough to give you a, D, a DUI. So it was like it was barely traces any traces in his system. Uh, the cancer he was dealing with wasn't going to kill him. He was he would have lived a longer life if he did not die by asphyxiation. And I can I don't know the rest of the, the doctoral terms for it, but basically when they they when they put him on the stomach to lay him down and they put your hands behind your back, they already say that's hard for people to. Uh, breathe because your lungs aren't able to flex as much. So your breathing levels are already lower. Then when you ha have a somebody laying uh, on his left, sitting on his left lung from his back, the left lung is compromised. So all he had was his right lung, which was pretty much already stretched in from being on his stomach and having his hand behind his back. So he suffocated. They suffocated this man on camera in front of hella people. Well, 12 people, not only hella, 12 people. And they didn't care. They killed this man. So it's like three professional doctors said that from three different cities. They're like, oh, no, this is it. I read it. The, the uh, I was going to say like the dude who did the autopsy said, he's like, this is it. But then they tried to bring in their own private doctor and be like, oh, well, no, that's not what really happened. It's like, no, we watched it happen. Then they're trying to say, oh, it was an angry mob. And shout out to the MMA fighter who was like, you would not paint me as an angry person. I was not upset. I'm not the angry black man. But what he is, is a man who is in his own right, under control, who is raising his voice because what you're doing is illegal, but you're a police officer. So we so we're trained to not try to get you off of people because you are quick to pull guns and to start shooting people. And no, no one wants to die over someone else, especially who's a stranger. That's the sad fact and sad truth. But cops got to stop that. Like, man, y'all got to start checking y'all own. Y'all want us to check our brothers and check our cousins and check our kids and check our parents when they're doing wrong, but you don't want to check your coworker. You don't want to be the person to speak out against your coworker because you want to protect that blue wall of silence. But if I protect other black people, I'm considered a criminal or a thug or I'm supposed to be against blue lives matter and all this other stuff. 
it's dumb. It needs to be stopped. I'm so happy. I said this on my last podcast. No matter what way they went with this verdict, it was going to be sad for the other side. However, I did not hear of many protests or riots from the verdict. I just saw on Twitter people were talking about this is dumb. This is fake. But it was a lot of people from, from like overseas saying that. That's the crazy part. I got an argument with a lady from, from the UK telling me that Derek Chauvin uh, didn't kill him, uh, that George Floyd was a crackhead, a dope fiend. He was a drug addict. He was a a, a, a woman abuser and all the other stuff. And I'm arguing with this lady like, none of that matters what he did beforehand. The, the, the fact of the matter is the doctor said that he died from asphyxiation. Some other words, I don't know the rest of the doctoral words, because he had somebody else laying on his back. With his, with their knee across the upper shoulder, lower neck area, which can cause you to suffocate. You can suffocate by having one of your, I think they said one of your, uh, like arteries in your neck pinched. So even only having one of those pinched is enough to make you suffocate because your body can't get the amount of air that it's used to. So it's crazy, but I'm glad no, no riots happened. I'm glad no, nothing was destroyed. Nothing was burned. Nothing was terrorized. Nothing was, uh, done wrong other than exchange of words on on Twitter, which is fine. We can exchange words all day on Twitter. That means nothing. It, you know, it's it's a it's a battle of opinions when it comes to things that are on Twitter. Okay. So again, I want to say rest in peace to George Floyd. Man, I I cried watching this trial. It was very hard on my heart and my brain. And again, that's why this episode took so long to come out because I'm like, should I drop this one? I don't know. And it was hard for me to even talk about this. This topic I kept having to replay and edit and go back and listen to it again and i didn't want to offend anybody or say anything wrong or or you know get the information wrong so it's just been really tough for me and i'm not his family members and i'm not him i'm not his daughter i'm not his friends so i want to say rest in peace to george floyd i want to send condolences and love to his family as well please rest in peace guys again when you're dealing with the police i i know it sounds easy when i'm saying it and i know it does but we have to swallow all of our pride. We have to remain calm. We have to stay level-headed. We have to be able to calm them down as well and de-escalate the situation as from for them as well. Make sure they're at peace as well and just, just do whatever they say so that way we can make it home safe. Again, I'm not saying it's easy. I would never try to say it's easy. I would never try to act as if it's easy. I'm not gonna try to say I have done it perfectly in every interaction I've had with the police. But what I am saying is we have to start acting as if we're the one in control and we're not being yelled at, screamed at, hit, beat, or anything like that because they are killing black and Latin people and they do not give a care in the world about it. And they keep chalking it up to, oh, resisting arrest. I was scared. It was dark outside. A lot of these cops are just, just scared little people who wanted somebody and they got a job. Now, again, that's not all cops. I'm not saying all police officers are like that. The bad ones are the ones that are sticking out, and those are the ones that I am talking about. If you are a good cop, arrest the bad cops and turn them in and snitch on them. You want people on the street to snitch on their friends? Snitch on your friends. You want people on the street to snitch on people who are selling drugs and community crimes? You do the same thing. Don't tell us to do it until you are ready and able to start doing it yourself. That's just a word, you know, word to the wise from a cup of coffee to you. All right. Don't tell us what to do until you're willing to do it. Don't be like, oh, do as I say, not as I do. No, you guys, that ain't how, how it works. We're not children. We're not kids. We're an adults. 
we like to see action and we like to mirror that action. So if you go arrest your bad cops and, and the dirty cops and the under and the cops who, who do all the all the shady shit to people on the low undercover, when you start arresting them, that will tell us like, hey, maybe we should start snitching too because they they send their people away. Let's get our people out of here too. Now I ain't telling nobody to go be a snitch. I'm just saying, cops, you need to lead by example because right now y'all are not, and you're killing people who should not be killed. Now the next situation I want to talk about is Micaiah Bryant, and I, if I'm saying her first name wrong, I do want to apologize, and I actually want to apologize to everybody. Uh, that I've talked to about this because I was on the left and I was on the wrong side and I had to hop back onto the right side of this situation. So when I first saw the murder of this young lady, I looked at it and I was like, oh, the cop was, the cop was in the right, right? The cop was in the right. I'm like, he, he had the right to shoot her, bang, bang, boom, boom, right? So I watched it and I watched it again and I kept watching it and I thought to myself, if that was my baby girl about to get stabbed, I would want the cop to shoot the girl doing the stabbing too. I know that's going to sound shocking to y'all. You're like, oh my God, Lavelle saying this. Yes, that is the first thing I thought because I, as as a person, I am taught and I believe in defending my people first. So if you're attacking someone like I consider my people, I do not want you to be alive. No, I want you to be dead. Leave, leave my people alone. Leave us alone. Don't bother us, right? First thing that I thought. Then I watched the video a few more times. And if you're watching the video, again, I wasn't there beforehand. I only saw this video. When I saw the video... Uh, the young lady, Micaiah Bryant, attacked the girl. They rolled around the ground, scruffled. She got up and ran after a different girl. There's a black man in that video attempting to kick that young lady on the ground instead of grabbing Micaiah Bryant, telling her the police is here, put the knife down, they're here. He, like That is not said in that video, that part of the video. So when a cop rolls up and he shoots bang, bang, then I'm like, okay, damn, okay. The cop is still on the right. Uh, then I blame the, the, the people around the young lady and I that I did not change my mind about. I don't care if the four girls did roll up to jump her. Y'all should have kept the door closed, kept her in the house, or whatever situation was. Or y'all should have been there to break it up. These are there were there were men in the background. You mean tell me men can't keep four girls from jumping this one 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 young lady? If you cannot keep four young girls from jumping one young lady, that's a problem. If y'all are there and y'all see it's getting too out of hand and, and like they fight, they jump in her, and y'all call the police and she she brings out a weapon. Y'all need to get the weapon out of her hand because she's trying to really hurt somebody. And you already know the police are on their way. Y'all should have stopped her once she went and got the knife. Y'all should let them four girls, four girls run up, roll up on her in the first place. But they did roll up on her. They got in the little situation. She pulled the knife out. Y'all should have grabbed that knife, told them girls to run, get up out of there. Could the police come in anyway? And that could have stopped the situation. Now, back to the video. I'm watching the video again. The cop shooter, bang, bang. I'm like, yo, again, if it's my daughter about to get stabbed, I'm with it. Then I keep watching the video. So then I'm going to pause the Micaiah Bryant situation here. I'm going to come back to it. We're not done yet. I'm going to tell you how I think about it in the end. So then I see a video a couple of days later of a white dude in altercation with the police. And he in a truck. And there are cops all around him. And not one single cop fired a shot. And the, the dude is using his car as a weapon. He's backing up into the police, trying to get them off the way. He's trying to run. One cop runs up and jumps on, on the side of the, of, of, of the truck, trying to get him out. And the, the dude drives off with the, with the cop on the truck. Now, let me tell you why I brought this up right now. They didn't fire one single bullet at this man's car. Not one. But they fire at black people for running from them. They fire at black people 
for trying to escape them because they're scared for their lives. How are you scared of somebody just for the, because of the color of their skin? When you have a bulletproof vest on, you have mace, you have a taser, you have a little billy club, and you have a gun, you have handcuffs, you can detain, shoot, kill, beat, torture, do whatever you want to people, but you're afraid of people because of their skin when they're running away from you and you shoot them and you kill them and you hurt them and you beat them. You call for backup so you can beat them even more. You hold them down. You choke them till they can't breathe. You shoot them in the car when they tell you they, they got a gun in the glove box. And they're trying to let you know what's going on. You shoot them for no reason. You beat them. You kill them. And then you hang them up in the jail to take the picture and say, oh, she died in her cell. Oh, sorry. Like you kill black and brown people every day and beat us re religiously because of our skin and you quote unquote fear us but white people are attacking you with trucks and not one bullet fly now i think he got arrested and got caught because they chased him down and he crashed his car or something like that and they took him into custody so after i saw that video i would say that was in hutchinson it was a hutchinson police officer i saw that video so I was like, okay, man, that's a, a one-off. The cop kind of ran up to the car and tried to be, you know, super, super human and a superhero and like hang on to the car. So that's one situation. I could let that slide. The cop was there and he was running up. So they didn't want to, you know, shoot at the dude in the truck. So maybe, okay, cool. I let that one slide. I said, let's move on to a to real life. Let's carry on. Then I want to say like a few hours later, maybe a few days later, timeline kind of thrown off right now. Um, I see another video of a cop getting stabbed in the neck by a white man in the woods. White dude take off running. The cop runs after him, pulls the taser out, not the gun. He pulled out his taser. Tase dude, dude dropped like a sack of potatoes. Now, let me repeat this for you. Cops get stabbed, boop, in the neck. That's, that's, that's a kill, that's a kill stab. He's trying to kill you. Then he runs, cop has enough uh, calmness in his body, enough reservation in his bones to pull the taser out, shoot him with the taser, tase him, drop him down, then arrest him, put him in the handcuffs and detain him. So you mean telling me, you mean tell me cops do have enough self-control and self-restraint to not shoot and kill people. They do know how to pull out a taser and wound somebody and shoot them in the back with the taser to stop them from escaping. They do have the ability to treat people as common humans and not kill them and not beat them and not hurt them into any extreme measures to try to quote unquote send a message that they were scared because this cop got attacked and got stabbed in the neck with a knife. He got stabbed. This dude was trying to kill him and he remained calm enough to shoot him with the taser, tase him and then detain this man and call for backup. So then as I watched this video a few times, I was like, this is insane. I went back to the uh, Micaiah Bryant video, watched that video again. Now I'm really analyzing the entire situation here, right? My brain is, is you know, I see other videos of how quick cops can move and run and, and jump and how they do know their taser from their gun. I, I thought I rewatched this video. Then I'm like, damn, this cop could have tased Micaiah Bryant. He could have tased her. When she, when he first ran up to the scene, his heart seen her scuffling on the ground. He could have pulled his taser out and tased her. Bow. Stopped her right then and there. First thought I had, I'm only focusing on the cop here. Second thought I had was he pulled up to the scene, see her ruffling on the ground. He could have actually ran up, up to her and stopped her before she ran to the next girl. Third thought I had, he saw her ruffling on the ground. 
he could have ran up and got her when she was already at the next girl. Even if he did, like, oh, shit, what's going on? Oh, stop. Oh, 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 this is what's going on. He could have then ran up, grabbed Micaiah Bryant, grabbed the out of her and said, yo, I'm the police. Stop. I'm the police. Stop. Because everybody would stop. The other girls would have stopped attacking too. And she could have still been alive. So then I'm like, damn, why did he pull his gun out and shoot this little girl? I've seen other videos of cops showing restraint and being able to pull out their taser and be able to pull out uh and, and tase people and shoot people. How come he didn't do any of that? So then I have to walk my statement back and be like, nah, I was wrong. My bad, y'all. Yo, my bad, my bad. And I literally apologize to this young woman. I've never met her, don't know her family, don't know anything about her. From my heart to the heavens above, I apologize and I am still apologizing. And I'll do it right here on my podcast. Makaya Bryant, I, sweetie, I am so sorry. I misspoke. I was in the wrong. Police officers are quick enough. They do have enough restraint and they do have the knowledge and skill to pull out a taser when they want to. That man pulled out his gun because that's the first thing his brain went to. Because from what they're showing us, when they see black skin, they think shoot first, ask questions later. When they see white skin, they think tase first, fight first, argue with first, talk with first, and then, and then, you know, restrain them, put them in jail. They don't think about shooting them at all. So I do want to apologize to you, Makaya Bryant. I do want to say I am so sorry. And I want to say, uh, police, y'all got to do better, man. Like, like, honestly, I'm not, I'm not trying to badger y'all. I'm not trying to, to make y'all feel bad. I want y'all to literally just see us as people. Y'all need to start doing better. Y'all need to start treating black people better. Y'all need to start treating Latin people better. Y'all need to stop seeing us as targets and start seeing us as people who are living life how you're living life. Start seeing us as people who want better for ourselves and better for our community more than you want better for our community as well. We don't like the fact that you see us as targets and as threats. We don't like the fact that you see us as things and not people. We don't like the fact that whenever you come in contact with us, you're so quick to pull out your gun or put your hand on your gun or threaten us in a sense of in a sense of violence. All of us are not dangerous people. All of us are not people who even want to commit crimes. All of us aren't people who commit crimes. A lot of people just make a mistake like driving too fast, running a red light, uh, not making a full stop at a stop sign, uh, not signaling when they change lanes or, or, or turn. These are simple mistakes that people make on a daily basis. And you're taking those little things from us and magnify them to a, to a way to make us seem like we're this, these dangerous people and you're, and you're a scared little babies. And, and, and in reality, it's the opposite. We're, we're the ones who are scared. We're the ones who are going every day in, in every day, out of every day, worrying about, Hey, will I get killed for being black? Will I get killed for being Hispanic? Will I get killed for being Latin? Will I, will I get killed for the, for, for the, the brownness of my skin? But white people are out here tanning every day. I know. I see them in Orange County. They out here tanning every day to get darker skin. So you kill us for naturally having darker skin. But white people are out here trying to make their skin darker every day. Like, please make it make sense. And please start treating your other officers who are committing these crimes and killing black people and killing Latin people. Start treating them how you expect uh, black people, Latin people to treat their friends and their family members who are doing crimes and committing crimes. You want us to be like, oh, oh, here you go. He, he, he commits crime down the street for safer. No, you need to start doing the same thing. Hey, this cop is out here harassing people, terrorizing people, hitting people, assaulting people, battery, committing battering on people, uh, killing people, selling drugs, taking drug money, looking the other way when people commit crimes. Snitch on that person and send them away. I saw a video of these three cops laughing because they snapped somebody's arm. Like what? Like. 
Think about that. You're laughing because you snapped somebody's arm. Now that person is probably in jail or sitting somewhere or not even that. Fuck that. Even if they didn't go to jail, that person is in pain, hurting with a fucked up arm for the rest of their life. They're going to have complications with that arm and you think it's funny. Like, y'all need to start doing better. Y'all have to do better. Y'all are here to protect and to serve the people. And the people are not vibing with y'all at all. We do not feel safe. We do not like y'all. We do not trust y'all at the moment. Like, I'm just being real. Changes need to be made sooner rather than later because we the people are fed up. We're tired of seeing and hearing and uh, just being a part of a society that criminalizes that criminalizes us for just having the color of our skin. Like that that's sad. We're criminalized for the color of our skin, but cops are supposedly seen as the protectors and the holy angels of society, but they don't act as such. Cops want all this respect because of the job that they chose to take. Like you chose to take that job. I was I didn't choose to be black. I wasn't like, yo, listen, God, I want you to make me black when I'm born, baby. I want to be black. I want to be brown skin, baby. I want the curly hair. I want to nap up. Yeah, baby, that's what that that that's not what I did. I just was born this way. So again, man, we got to be better as people. We got to start protecting each other. We got to start making sure the cops are held responsible for the actions that they commit and the crimes that they commit against us. We also need to be um on the cops to make sure that they're on each other and the bad cops get, get, you know, weeded out. So the quote unquote good cops can be in there and they can actually protect and serve us and do what their job says that they're supposed to do. All right. But that's it. That's the end of this episode right here. I want to thank y'all again for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for, um, uh, following me. Please share this and subscribe as well. And also rate my podcast on whatever you're listening on, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, Anchor, or my website. Give me some ratings, bro. Give me some feedback. I love interacting with you all. This is Lavelle with a cup of coffee. You can follow me on Instagram at a cup of coffee underscore A-C-U-P-O-F-C-O-F-F-E-Y underscore. My Twitter is Coffee Lavelle, so it's C-O-F-F-E-Y-L-E-V-E-L-L. My Facebook is Lavelle Coffee. Uh, and my my website is like, it's a WordPress website. If you go to any one of those web, uh, social medias, click the link in the bio and it'll take you to my, my website. And then you're able to listen to my podcast. It has a description there. Give me a rating. Give me fall, uh, uh, feedback. Let me know how you're feeling. Let me know what you're thinking. And I will definitely reply back. I'm very active with people who follow and listen to me. All right. This is Lavelle with a cup of coffee. I love y'all. I'm out of here. Rest in peace to everybody. I love y'all as well. Condolences to your family. Peace.